It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. TGIF. Oh, yeah. Thank goodness. It is a Friday. Good morning and welcome to game time. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we welcome you into the program as we get ready to talk sports live and local just the way you like it. It's your first word in sports, and we've got it for you for the next couple of hours. Glad to have you with us, and uh, and we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business. Good morning, Ward White. How are we? Good. You know what today is, Ward? Game day. There you go. Ryan, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Tom? I'm terrific. Thanks. You you excited? You jazz, Ward? You ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready. This is going to be this is going to be a good one, isn't it? Tonight should be should be. But don't listen to me. I've said that a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you, you've given us the I'm worried this could be competitive and it's been 65 and 70 point differentials. <laughs> yeah, they only won by 30 last week. Yeah, I know. That was a struggle. Yeah. And you came in here and said, boy, they didn't play very well and they won by 30. Uh, <laughs> it was just, and I, I get what you're saying, but it was kind of funny. Uh, yeah. But the coach said it, too. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't thrilled. Wasn't pleased. No, <laughs> not at all. How many guys or gals as head coaches are unhappy when they win by 30? Good ones. Yeah. I mean, but he clearly says, you know, there, we have stuff to do. We got things to work on. And mm-hmm. where are we going from here? That's <laughs> well, I think he has a standard that this team, he feels like this team needs to live up to, and he wants them to achieve that standard each and every time they go out. Well, not just a standard. I think it's he knows the potential of this team more than anything else. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, he, was, he wasn't he was thrilled with a 30-point victory. You've done your uh, your research on, on – I started to say Harden-Simmons again – on Harden-Jefferson. <laughs> why, why, why do I got Harden-Simmons on the mind? But uh, Harden-Jefferson uh, – what what do you think of this game? They're again, they're a good basketball team, mm-hmm. but everybody at this point is a good basketball team. Yeah, you there you don't sneak into the regional tournament. I mean, no, you, you don't. You, you can you steal don't. one in the by district round or or maybe even the area round. Mm-hmm. But you're not you're not sneaking your way into the regional tournament. No. You got to be able to play. They're on a 16-game winning streak. Um, nice. 32-5 and five on the season. Nice. Went undefeated in district. Kind of a Sound, mirror, mirror image of La Vega. I was going to say, it kind of sounds like the folks we're covering. Right. They've outscored their opponents 2,500 to 1,500. So, Good gracious. Yeah. Outscored them by 1,000 points. So <laughs> they've run away with some games themselves. Holy so they're not, they're not afraid to put the ball in the hole. Um this is a good basketball team. And over the past couple of seasons, this has been the roadblock for La Vega. See if they can bust through that tonight in Bryan. Uh, again, it's it's a good basketball team. And you get to this point and pretty much everybody you face is going to be a good basketball team. But this is a real good basketball team. And, and this has been, the st- as you pointed out, this has been the stumbling block the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's probably a little more juice for this one. 
not that you don't have juice for all of them. I mean, you know, especially at this point in the season. But right. I, I think there's a little we owe you one type of mentality, maybe. Maybe, yeah. I could see and that. And why not? Sure. I mean, you know, again, if that's been your hurdle that you haven't been able to clear, that's the one you want to clear again. So it it should be. I'm I'm looking for it to be very interesting tonight at six o'clock. Yep. And that will be on one oh four point nine FM. Normally we have the games here on ESPN, but we got a lot of stuff. This is the time of year, and I know everybody gets jazzed about football, and so do I. But when you're talking about for us and busy, can it get any busier around here than than this weekend? I thought last weekend was crazy. And we're going to have another one next weekend, but we have high school basketball, men's and women's college basketball. We have baseball. We have softball. We got all kinds of stuff. All you got to do is turn the radio on, close your eyes and punch a button and you're going to find a game. And it's probably going to be on, on one of our, our stations, one of our seven radio stations. So, uh, we got all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, as we mentioned, we have the La Vega game. I want to talk about Baylor and Texas. We've got that game for you tomorrow uh, at the Farrell Center. It's already sold out. I think it's going to be a raucous crowd. I think it's going to be crazy. I think it's going to be fun. We got that one. Tomorrow evening, we have the Baylor women in Texas Tech. We'll get into that a little bit. Baseball team's on the road. They're they're going to play Duke in a three-game series. That starts tonight. And then the softball tournament, uh, Baylor hosting another softball tournament at Getterman. And there's a lot of games going on there. You went to the Taps basketball tournament yesterday. Mm-hmm. I went to one of the many high school baseball tournaments that's going on. I ran over to Waco ISD, which is just right down the street for us. So there's stuff, man. I mean, if you, I mean, there's just all kinds of things going on. There is. We got, we have, a lot, of, we have a lot of teams in town, by the way. Track meets this weekend, too. That's right. Between between taps coming into town and you know look I saw Colleen I saw uh no I saw Harker Heights I beg your pardon I saw Harker Heights in town I saw Joshua in town I saw Cleburne in town for the baseball so there's a lot of stuff that's going on mm-hmm. just fun just fun if you can't find something fun to do I mean and then like we said we got we got regionals what we we got Fairfield La Vega and Aquila, correct? And Conley. And Conley, that's right. Duh. So we got four teams that are that are still going. Mm-hmm. And we're guaranteed. Well, no, we're not guaranteed. We're not guaranteed anything. I was going to say we're guaranteed to get to get one of the uh, one of the local teams to to the region, but we're not. But cross your fingers. Wouldn't it be cool if tomorrow night at eight o'clock, or uh, no, I'm sorry, Saturday at what one? One o'clock. If we had if we had Conley La Vega, wouldn't that be fun? That'd be fun. That would be so cool. So we we wish everybody the best. Wish everybody the best. But uh, we'll have La Vega basketball on 104.9 FM tonight. 545 for the pregame, 6 o'clock for the tip-off. Trying to get to the championship game on Sunday. Harden, Jefferson, and La Vega, followed by Conley Madisonville right at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So uh let's let's hope that that gets done all right uh, we are off and running by, by the way all three all three of us wear glasses and, my, and i'm I, I appear to be the only one having difficulties with my glasses this morning there i'm getting fog you know how that happens you, are mm-hmm. yours not doing it no 
Not right now, no. Oh, I'm just I'm fogging up over here and having to take them off and trying to look at the wall to see what time it is. <laughs> it's it's a it's a struggle this morning. You're overheating. I I guess, but why? Are, I mean, I don't know. That ever happened to you? It they does. Just yeah, yeah, I've yeah. had it happen. Yeah, yeah, and I know. not happening now, but I've no. had it happen. All right. Anybody watch XFL last night? I did. I watched most of the first half before I fell asleep, but yes. I, and I don't know if it's a coincidence, and I did not. I meant to. I really – here we go again. I, I meant to watch it, and I simply forgot. The game last night was, what, 20 to 18, I think, was the final? Yes. I don't, I don't think it's a coincidence, guys, right now, that all of these games are competitive. I think the way the rules are designed – it keeps teams in games all the way to the end. And that's that's a good thing to have, you know, to be in the fourth quarter, to be at the end of the game and have it still a competitive football game. Who wants 35 to 3 in a and I know they've been around a couple of different times, but let's be let's be honest, it's a rookie league. It's it's a start over. It's it's a 3.0 if you will. You know, who who wants who wants blowouts in that? You want good competitive football. And that's what you're getting, it appears. So kudos to the I NFL. Like it. I mean, I like it this competitive. I hope I hope they're all like this. Yeah, and St. Louis came from behind again. They want a they want a last second field goal. It's awesome. Well, they're living right because they <laughs> yeah. did that at what last weekend against San Antonio. And yep. that's what we were talking about. They're the one that has utilized the 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 rules of the XFL. To, to win football games in t- to their advantage. You know, the, the go for the three-point conversion and the 15-yard onside or whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah, so good for them and good for the XFL. Let's hope, you know, let's hope it gets the traction that it needs and, and that you have that February football as, you know. And, and Ward, how about the timing of it? I mean, seriously, I mean, you're coming one week off the Super Bowl and you're, you're, you're rolling out your football. That's, that's I like it. I, again, I think they've done all the things right. They ha- they rolled it out at the right time. Mm-hmm. They're they're placing the games in in places where they're not competing with a whole lot of other stuff and giving you the as a viewer the opportunity to watch the games. You know, you're not having to make a whole lot of effort to watch the XFL right now. I mean, it's it's positioned. If you want sports, they're positioning these games where it's not up against a whole lot of stuff. So they're doing their part to to get this thing kicked off and running. So best thing is we're going to have only about from here on out maybe maybe 2 weeks without football. How about that? Cuz then you roll out the USFL, right? Well, no, the USFL will overlap the XFL by a couple of weeks, but the USFL will run all the way up to training camp. How about that? Because that, now you're talking about the middle of July. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So you footballers, <laughs> you've got it if you want it. In fact, we've got we've got ESPN on in the uh, in the studio here, and we're getting well, we're getting Packer talk. Good gracious, here well, we go. The NFL's relevant. Three sixty-five. I mean, this just it, you have to face that, I'm and a, it and I'm, it's the number one sport. 
there is in in this country. I understand. The world, I understand. But it is absolutely 100% relevant, 365. I, I, I'm with you, Ward. I understand. I get it. But I'm going to tell you right now, I am so tired of the Aaron Rodgers saga. Oh, I think it's fascinating. Why? Because there's so many moving parts to it. I mean, is Derek Carr going to step in and take Aaron Rodgers' place? Is Aaron Rodgers going to go to the Jets? Is, is Aaron Rodgers going to stay in Green Bay? I mean, I, you know, people just want to know which direction it's going to go. Let me solve because this for everybody. He's he, not going anywhere. I'd, I'd, I wouldn't hold your breath. He's not going anywhere. I'm, he's a Green Bay Packer, and he's, gonna, and he's not going to retire. There's 60 million reasons why he's not going to retire. He's a Green Bay Packer. Yeah, so is Brett Favre. Well, they pushed Brett Favre down the road because they, they, they had Aaron Rodgers. Kind of did. Kind of did. <laughs> At what point they do have to start thinking about the future of what Jordan Love? I mean, but I'm more fascinated with why the Ravens are not willing to give their guy his his money. Because that's, to me, that's more interesting than because this. Their guy can't stay on the field. Well, all I know is that... I wouldn't give him the money either. You wouldn't give him the... No. Not the money he's wanting. All he wants is a nickel more than Deshaun Watson. And Deshaun Watson is overpaid. Grossly overpaid, by the way. For what he's... Yeah, anyway. Uh, we could spend a week on that. Uh, 713, <laughs> this, is, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. But, I mean, we do this every offseason with Aaron Rodgers. Seems like seems like the last two or three years, is he staying? Is he going? Well, it's because he's in the twilight of his career. And when you get really good quarterbacks that have been franchise quarterbacks and been really good for that franchise and can probably go to – he's a type of quarterback that could probably, I feel like, could probably go to a Super Bowl contender and get them over the hump and get them there. Well, then get that team over the hump. He's only taking them there once. Well, the problem with that team is there ain't nobody surrounding him. And they have refused over the past few years to load the guns for him. I think you will admit that as bad as those receivers were at the beginning of the year, they did get better as the season progressed. I wonder why that was. I mean, his, his top two because targets were rookies. he is the type of guy that can carry players and make everybody around him better. Not if That's he's how sitting, good he is. He can't see. He's sitting in the dark. No, he's out of the dark. He, he came he out, out of this the morning. So, uh, 7.15. We're off and running. This is game time on ESPN. Stop and think about that. How many days did he spend? Four? Four, Four days. In isolation, basically. Mm-hmm. All right. Golly. All right. 7.15. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back home in the Farrell Center Saturday hosting the Texas Longhorns. 1230 for the countdown to tip off. 1 p.m. tip off Saturday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. Why is your eye twitching? 
Because my lashes are bothering me. Then why do you wear them? Because they look good. They do. And if you want your house to look good. But what good, about the ones where the people look like they've got those big, like, umbrellas on their face? We'll take umbrella lashes, too, if you need foundation repair. So give us a call. 254 I ain't got nothing to say. I'm still thinking about that last lady that had The wind blew her down the road. That's where she ran into the car. <laughs> Christie's Burgers in Bellmead is locally owned and operated. With the best taste in old-fashioned burgers on a toasted bun, your taste buds will not go unsatisfied. Don't forget about their delicious chili dog or their tater tots with melted cheese. Christie's has that hometown feeling and friendly service that warms your hearts and not just your tummies. Open Monday through Saturday at 10.45 a.m. Call in your order for pickup or dine in. Christie's Burgers in Bellmead. Stop by and get your burger today. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Save to win at First Central Credit Union. Only $25 to start your Save to Win account. Win up to $5,000 in quarterly prizes. Save to Win must be activated January 1st through April 30th. First Central Save to Win account is the smartest way to save. Everything we do, we do for you. Speak with a member services rep for details. Go online at firstcentralcu.com. Subject to membership eligibility and application policies, member NCUA. Kick off 2023 with a bang at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the President's Day sales event, get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo with total values up to $2,000 and 1.9% for 72 months on second and third row options. That's right, 1.9% for 72 months plus rebates. Or how about the 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with up to $3,500 in total values plus an extra $500 to first responders at Allen Samuels in Waco. The pain level was over 10. There's days where I just sat and cried and asked the good Lord to take me. And my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the arch supports. So I put the arch supports in and took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Dave actually live the life they envision without their feet getting in the way. Since then, I've been doing so many things with my children. I went hiking this last summer with my daughter, something that I never thought was possible because I couldn't walk. There's people out there that made a product that changed people's lives. I am not an actor. I am an individual father and wanted to share his testimony with other people out there about my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. The Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. Listen to Game Time online at CentexSportsFan.com. All right, 719. We're 19 after 7. I, I, and we will get to – we were going to talk about Big 12 basketball, but we got to talking about the, the quarterback situation. And I, I, you know, we haven't really prepped for this, but let's let's go there. Ward, why won't the Ravens give him 
Lamar the money? I, I think it's because, one, he can't stay on the field. Then move him. And, and then, two, when he was not there, they played pretty well with their backup because he's also built for that offense. So I I just think that they're trying to evaluate, hey, is this the only way for us to go and do we want to dig ourselves in a hole to where we cannot put anybody around him to make this team better offensively? Defensively, they're a good football team already, but they've got to find some cash to keep their guys defensively. That's always so been the remote, hasn't it? Yeah. Defense. So it that's going to be kind of the challenge for them. Is there enough to divvy up to keep that defense together and then find players to go around him? I mean, I, they don't I, – I, I think if you're Baltimore, you've got a couple of things that you've got to look at before you just say, okay, here's the keys. We're going to pay you – over the top and take our chances because we feel like that you can get us to where we need to go. I, in my opinion, I don't think Lamar Jackson can be the guy that you rely on 100% to get you to a Super Bowl. I just don't. I think off the top of my head that the Ravens went two years in a row without making the playoffs before he got there and that they were a playoff team three consecutive seasons since he's gotten there. Is that does that sound right? I mean, he's he's a difference maker. Yeah, but I mean, he missed quite a bit this year, if I'm not mistaken. And Tyler Huntley stepped in and played well. Oh yeah, this year he certainly did. Yeah, I and mean, so I mean, if that that's got to be another thing that they look at and go, health. Hey, hey, we've won some games without him. So <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> So did them boys 90 miles north of us. They won four. <laughs> well, I, I know. I know, I know. But the similarities between, for me, between Huntley and Jackson are more closely, their style of play is closer to the same than Dak Prescott and than, and Rush. And I... I don't know if the Cowboys are going to have rush again. That may be another thing that the Cowboys need to go look for in the offseason is, hey, how do we how do we get a guy that if Dak goes down for a couple of days, games, we can survive and, and continue to move forward? Because I'm not sure somebody doesn't come and say, hey, Cooper, over here, we'll pay you more than you're getting right now. They might after what they saw. I mean, he's got plenty of tape. For people to look at, where yeah, he, I mean, they he, went four and one, he but built his resume, and, and this is this is the year for him to have an opportunity to go. Hey, I need to cash in as a backup quarterback right now, and maybe cashes in up north, ninety miles. You know, maybe you identify him as your backup quarterback. Maybe so. We shall see. I mean, you know, there's there's conversation about extending Dak in the off season. Uh, now, I I don't know that you do that. I mean, that means you're you're going to continue to build around a guy that's quite frankly in my opinion underperformed in postseason play. And it's that's what 
Isn't that what professional sports is about now? It's it's not about the regular season. I, it's I about, think it is. It's and about I don't think it's I don't think it's about numbers. I get you had a great offensively numbered season. Number one, number two in the league. Did you lead your team to where they wanted to go? No. That's that's the question now. Yeah, I'm I'm still old school. I won't I don't care if you throw for nine million yards. I want you to win football games. And I want you to win relevant football games. What did we talk about two years ago? Did we talk about the Cowboys winning the division or did we talk about the Cowboys losing a first-round playoff game to San Francisco? We, we talked about San Francisco, didn't we? Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't about the regular season. No, it, it was about, it never should be. No, it's about the finish line, not the starting line. You play the regular season to qualify for postseason, and then the lights come on. Part of the reason is – why the Cowboys are where they're at is because they're just good enough in the regular season to prevent them from blowing it up, rebuilding this thing. Yep. Uh, CNC Collision Center text line. I like this one. How in the heck can a player lock themselves in a closet for a week and and be the talk of the off season? <laughs> I think it was. I don't a- know. It sounds pretty good to me. Would you do that? Yes, in a heartbeat. You would go into what seclusion? Yes. Yes. You know, I think I would go, you know, there's these these little islands in the Bahamas and and some of the rich movie stars and stuff own the it's like owning a little house, you know. I think that would be cool. Spend 3 or 4 days by yourself on, a, on but in a dark room? I don't think I could swing that. But you could? I could. You no, 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 no. I'd be screaming for my mommy. <laughs> I mean, 30 minutes in there and I'd be freaking out. And he did what, four days? Four days. Holy moly. That's that's weirdness in its own right, in my opinion. <laughs> he's, but he's well, always been a different dude. Oh, uh, yeah, he he's he's a different cat. Yeah. I mean, he he really is. What's appealing about being in a dark room for four days for you? Just the the quietness and just getting away and being with yourself. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) I'm just telling you, no. Uh, 7.26, let's do get to what we got going on in the Big 12. Okay, so here's what we have as far as games this weekend. Uh you got uh, Iowa State in, in – uh, I beg your pardon. You got uh, – well, if I can get to it. Texas Tech and TCU. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. That is a big one. Uh, of course, Oklahoma and Iowa State, Texas and Baylor, and then Kansas State and Oklahoma State, as well as West Virginia and KU. Let, let's talk about the Tech game. They're kind of moving. They're they're, they're rolling. Uh just how big is this for their resume building? Huge. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. Again, they've they've got to win. They've won two of the four. They got to win at least one more. And probably really need to win two more. But they've got to have at least one more and then a pretty good win in the conference tournament to give themselves a chance. I was just about to say we 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 make fun of the fundraiser called the Big 12 tournament. But it's for a Texas Tech team right now, a run in that thing would be monumental, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. 
There's no doubt. It they're, almost, they're and those, it and, may be necessary. Look, and there's some teams that, that can benefit from the conference no tournament. No question. But there's other teams that, that it means nothing. Zero. I'd say the top four teams in the conference right now, it doesn't mean a hill of beans. Just doesn't. Uh, let's talk about this Baylor-Texas game for a second. One o'clock tomorrow, Farrell Center, packed house, sold out, 1230 broadcasts with Pat and John. Can't wait. Uh, Baylor's coming off two consecutive losses in the Sunflower State. They lost to Kansas last Saturday and then Tuesday night to Kansas State. That happens. So you've dropped two in a row. This is a big game. You got Oklahoma State on the road midweek next week, and then you wrap up the regular season at home against Iowa State. That's what's left. You're on a two-game skid right now. This is a big game. But in your opinion, is this a critical game for Baylor, knowing that you have a road game against the Cowboys coming up in a couple of days afterwards? Is is this – look, they overcame one three-game uh, losing streak, but that was early in the conference race. Can you afford another one? Well, you're trying to – one thing you're trying to avoid is getting swept by the Longhorns, mm-hmm. just like you tried to avoid that against Kansas State and you couldn't get it done. Uh, so I, I think it's a big game because – you're trying to do that. The other thing is you're trying to get right before you head into that conference tournament. Uh, and you just want to be able to be playing good going into the NCAA tournament, whether, you know, because I, I, I don't know what happens in the conference tournament. Nobody does. And, and I just don't hold a whole lot of stock in it. And I think that somehow for me, the biggest thing for the Bears is you got to find some way to get your defense right because over the last two games, it's not been right. In fact, all season long, it's not been the defense that you're accustomed to seeing from this basketball team for whatever reason. And if they want to make a deep run in the NCAA tournament like they have visions of doing, they've got to get that fixed. Or they're not going to get there, right? I, I, in, you know, they talk about it all the time. You can have an off night shooting, but you should not have an off night playing defense. Defense no. is about effort, mm-hmm. and, and so we'll, we'll see if they can get that fixed. They better get it fixed. I, I, mean, I think so. I think this is a big step in the direction. Can you get back to having that defense help your offense and turn into transition game? And if they can, that would be huge for this basketball team going forward. So it is Baylor in Texas, and it's coming up tomorrow in the Ferrell Center. Again, we'll have the broadcast at 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon, 12.30 for the, uh, for the pregame. And then the Baylor women are in action. It's a doubleheader at the Ferrell Center. The Baylor women are in action tomorrow afternoon. I think it's a 5 o'clock tip at a 4, 4.30 pregame uh, as they try to continue with their, uh, you know, they, they stopped a four-game losing streak. Got the win in Fort Worth. But can they keep that momentum moving forward as they uh, as they go into this game? And hopefully they're they're in a better position from a health standpoint. As they had a, they had a couple of kids that actually missed. Well, Sarah Andrews was one. I think she missed a couple of days of practice leading right into the game. So, uh, and the Tech women are playing well right now. They are. 
So this will this, this is a doozy again at five o'clock tomorrow afternoon right here on ESPN Central Texas. We got a lot of stuff for you right now. All right, uh, seven thirty. What do we got? Seven thirty-one here on this uh, this Friday morning. Drive safely if you're on your way to work or to school. Did you know there's professional tennis coming to Waco and Baylor University? We'll talk about it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Glenn Moore and Baylor Bears Softball on 101.3 FM. Baylor Softball back in action this weekend at home hosting the Baylor Invitational. Games Friday, Saturday, and Sunday versus Minnesota, Maryland, and Texas A&M Commerce on 101.3 FM. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 Softball every game on 101.3 FM. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Welcome back to The Naked Truck. I'm your host, Jay. It's time to answer those listener questions, so let's get to the email inbox. Our first letter is from Misty, and Misty writes, Dear Pickup Outfitters, can you please help me with my husband? He bought a new truck, which he loves, but he insists we load the entire family into the truck and go to the soccer games on Saturdays. Here's the problem. He won't cover that bed. We pull up to the soccer fields with a completely naked truck bed in front of all those children. It's just so embarrassing. I sit away from all the other mothers in the stands, but he just won't buy a cover. He says it will cut into his hunting budget. What can I do? Dear Misty, we have your solution. Pickup Outfitters has slashed prices on all bed covers. Folding covers are now $100 off. Retractable covers are now at least $150 off. Some covers are up to 20% off, and it will keep all his hunting gear safe and secure. Next trip to the soccer fields, take him down Lake Here Drive and have him pull into Pickup Outfitters. Check us out on the web at createacommotion.com. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at CentexSportsFan.com. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. I'm Amy Hunter, owner of Jeff Hunter Toyota. As you know, there's a lot of road construction in front of our dealership. Improvements are being made every day. And new Toyotas are arriving every day. All kinds of makes and models with new and exciting features. The Toyota brand is a leader in the automotive world in both popularity and reliability. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. 
LaVega and Conley are both in Bryan for the girls' regional semifinals tonight. LaVega takes on Hardin-Jefferson at 6 o'clock. You can hear that game on Star 104.9. Conley tips off at 8 o'clock against Madisonville with the winners playing on Saturday for the right to advance to the state semifinals. Baylor baseball has gone east for a weekend series against Duke. Game one this afternoon at 3 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor softball is hosting the Baylor Invitational and takes on Maryland and Minnesota today. You can hear both those games on Cool 101.3 FM. MCC baseball is at home today for a noon doubleheader against Cali. That three-game series will conclude with a single game at 1 o'clock tomorrow. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. All right, 736, welcome back in. This is Game Time, your first word in sports. Tom Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And the uh, Texas Tennis Classic is coming to town. Next week starts February the 27th, and we welcome into the program Scott Mitchell to talk about it. Scott, good morning. How are you, buddy? Good morning. I'm doing great. How are you all? Terrific. We appreciate your time. Talk a little bit about the Texas Tennis Classic. I mean, this is this is high-level professional tennis coming to our backyard. Absolutely. It's a brand-new tournament on the ATP Challenger Tour, and so we wanted to bring it out here to Texas. Sounds like you got a lot going on this weekend, so we'll try to squeeze in some tennis. But it's high-level. Like, all the players that you'll see here, at least many of them, uh, you've seen on TV, from Jordan Thompson, the Australian Benoit Pair, who's uh, got the beard. Everybody recognizes him on TV. Uh, Tennis Sangren, who's been around forever. Stefan Kozlov, who you know, was a great, great junior player and is doing really well on the, on the Pro Tour now. But most of these players are coming out our way, um, heading over to Indian Wells that is in just a couple of weeks. So it's a very, very high level. So we encourage everybody to come out. And how do you attract a, a, a great field for a, a new event? So it's a, it's a little different than in some of the other sports. So uh, with the Pro Tour, it's all about points. Yes, they want to make some money and obviously be able to, to afford traveling around and playing in, in these events. But it's all about the points. So they want to – the more points they get, the higher their ranking, the, the bigger the tournaments they get to play in. So you'll see a lot of players that have come in. Ours is a $75,000 um, prize money plus 75 points. So the winner will get 75 points, which will drastically increase their – their ranking. So a lot of these players are just probably sitting outside maybe the main draw of Indian Wells or even qualifying for Indian Wells. 75 points will go a long way. So they're really kind of moving around the, the uh, country or even in some cases around the world trying to chase these points that increases their rankings. And your partnership with Baylor, how did you talk a little bit about that and how that benefits, uh, how it benefits both parties, quite frankly. You know, it's, if you've never been to Baylor's tennis facility, it's absolutely amazing. And so when we originally had this uh, event scheduled to be out uh, as an indoor event in, in Tennessee, we had to move it from there. And Baylor was one of the first ones that we looked at. We reached out to Coach Woodson, who's been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, and it's just a great partnership. The setup is great. The stadium is great. It was voted just years ago the, the best college stadium in town. Uh, and then partnering with them. Now, their their doubles team will get a wild card for sure into the main draw, so come out and check them out. We don't know the draws yet. Those will be getting made. Um, qualifying will start on Sunday, so we'll make that draw on Saturday. And then main draw will start Monday, and so we'll do that draw on Sunday. So we don't know who's playing and where, 
but come on out and check it out. It's been a great partnership with Baylor for sure. Talk about opportunities for fans to get out and, and, and see this tennis. Tell us a little bit about tickets and, and, uh, and all those type of things. Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting. So we, we were doing pretty well with ticket sales, but what we wanted to do, obviously you have a lot going on on campus this weekend. And for us to really kind of keep everybody under control and in areas that they don't need to be or where they, where they want to be um, getting to different activities, we felt it best actually to um, not sell tickets. So what we're actually going to do is actually, so come on in for free. Um, and so if you're on the website, if you've already bought tickets, those will be refunded. But we're going to do a, uh, a non-perishable food drive for a local food bank here uh, in town that we'll select on um, Saturday. And so come on out. Tickets are free. All you have to do is uh, you know park over there where you normally would or walk on over. Uh, we're all on the main courts that you'll see. So it's, uh, you'll see banners up. You'll see the players out. You'll see officials. It'll look a lot different than it does right now. Scott, as far as these – the players that are coming in that have made the commitment to come into Waco uh, uh, on, on starting Sunday, these guys are, are these guys help me here uh, understand? Are these some of the younger guys trying to to find their way into into the the bigger events, or are these guys that are established players that are just seeking the points? You know, it's a it's a it's a combination. You know, like you have Benoit Pair, who's you know been in the top twenty for many years, and if you if you Google him and take a look at his picture, I mean, I guarantee you nine out of 10 people go, I've seen that guy on TV. He's a little bit of a character or like Jordan Thompson. So he will probably be our number one seed. He's currently right uh, somewhere in the top 80 in the world. All of these players from tennis Sangren, who had a really good match against um, Roger Federer, just a couple of years in the grand slams, all these players are playing in grand slams. So these are the top of the top. Now you will have some that are working their way in. Right. And so what we say at this level, the basically the, the tour structure is you have the Grand Slam tournaments at the top. You have the ATP tour on the men's side in the middle. And then you have the ATP challenger that's under that. So the, the players typically come onto the tour. They start at the challenger level. If they're if they're good and they're going to make a career out of this, they probably will play the Texas Tennis Classic, maybe only one year, maybe two, but probably no more than two. So players on the women's side, for instance, that have played. With us, we've had Naomi Osaka play in our events, and two years later, she's winning Grand Slams. We've had Francis Tiafo playing. Um, Marty Fish has played our events. So you get players that are coming on the tour where you're like, I'm not quite sure who that is, but I guarantee you in a year or two, they will be a household name. So it's a combination of both. So it all gets going on Sunday, right? Uh, again, give us times and, and all that fun stuff. Absolutely. So Sunday we'll start qualifying. Again, everything is free for the public Sunday, 10 o'clock qualifying will run out. We've got three courts going with four matches each. Monday through Friday, we start again at 10 a.m., running all day long with matches. Uh, and then on the weekend, we'll start at 11. On Saturday will be the semifinals for the singles and our finals double. Doubles will start at one. I mean, 11 p.m. That'll be our doubles final. And then Sunday, we'll wrap everything up with the singles finals at 1 p.m. Hey, Scott, thanks. Appreciate it. Wish you the very best with the, with the tournament and uh, and look forward to uh, to having professional tennis come to Waco. Yeah, we're excited to be here, and thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it. Have a good day. Scott Mitchell with the uh, Texas Tennis Classic. And, again, uh, it, it, you've, got, you've got some high-ranking players that are going to be here. And as he said, yeah, the money is important, obviously, but they're also looking for those points to uh, to continue to make that climb 
and to, to qualify for some of the bigger tournaments. So good stuff. Should be a lot of fun. All right. And, and I know uh, there's a lot of tennis people that, you know, that, that will get out and enjoy that. So another event to put on the schedule starting on Sunday, and that's going to run all next week. So uh, you can get out and, uh, and take that in. It's 743. We're 17 away from, uh, from uh, 8 o'clock here on this. What is this? This is a Friday, y'all. Uh, we're going to talk some Cowboy football. Yeah, we're going to talk some football with you at 8 o'clock, and we're going to have Kyle Yeomans come in and do that. We'll, we'll do that coming up in a few minutes right here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. John Wilner and John Canzano, they got with the commissioner. And by the way, that's prompted me. I've now reached out to the Big 12 to try to get Brett Yormark on. I mean, my gosh, if he's going to be doing Pac-12 podcast, Aaron, <laughs> right? he should be on our show. For goodness sakes, he should be on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship of Baylor. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big O key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. Why is your eye twitching? Because my lashes are bothering me. Then why do you wear them? Because they look good. They do? And if you want your house to look good. But what good, about the ones where the people look like they've got those big like umbrellas on their face? We'll take umbrella lashes too if you need foundation repair. So give us a call. I got nothing to say. I'm still thinking about that last lady that had the wind blew her down the road. (laughs) That's where she ran into the car. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with good feet. The Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. 
LaVega and Conley are both in Bryan for the girls' regional semifinals tonight. LaVega takes on Hardin-Jefferson at 6 o'clock. You can hear that game on Star 104.9. Conley tips off at 8 o'clock against Madisonville with the winners playing on Saturday for the right to advance to the state semifinals. Baylor baseball has gone east for a weekend series against Duke. Game one this afternoon at 3 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor softball is hosting the Baylor Invitational and takes on Maryland and Minnesota today. You can hear both those games on Cool 101.3 FM. MCC baseball is at home today for a noon doubleheader against Cali. That three-game series will conclude with a single game at 1 o'clock tomorrow. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's now time for Did You Know with Ryan Fox. A lot of birthdays today. Did you know that on this day in 1874, Honus Wagner was born? How about that? One of the all-time great baseball players. Hall of, Hall of Fame class of 1936. He played in Major League Baseball for 21 seasons. Good gracious. Almost entirely for the Pittsburgh Pirates. He was born in Pennsylvania. And I believe that's, I'm just going to say Charters, Pennsylvania. I don't know how you pronounce that, but. Almost his entire career for the Pittsburgh Pirates, 21 seasons. Honus Wagner hmm. passed away in 1955 at the age of 81. So happy birthday, Honus Wagner. Today is also Admiral Chester W. Nimitz's birthday. Really? Yes. He was born on this day in 1885 in Fredericksburg, Texas. See, you stole my thunder. Do you know? <laughs> This is here's what I'll throw in a do you know? Do you know there is one unbelievable museum mm-hmm. in Fredericksburg? It's the Nimitz Museum, and it is a awesome place to visit. Yeah, it's it, didn't they build that like out of his old house that he used I to don't live know, up there? I don't know. I'm just telling you, it is big, and it will take you several hours to go through it, and you'll thoroughly enjoy yourself if you like stuff like that, which I yes. I do. I'm a huge historian, especially with World War II. Me and my dad are really big on that. We went there, and we've been, I think it's part of the overall campus of the National Museum of the Pacific War, which is in Fredericksburg as well. I love going out there. I'm a big history buff. I I know Fredericksburg is a town that we all like going to. I, it's a lot of fun. I'm a big fan, yeah. You been out there, Ward? I, I've been through there. I haven't spent any time in Fredericksburg. Spend some time there. You'll enjoy yourself. Absolutely. I know how much you love to shop and... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you just thing. walk up and down the street. I mean, it's just one shop after another. But I'm telling you, the museum is unbelievable. And it's not far mm-hmm. from the Johnson Ranch. You know, the uh, you go right past LBJ's Ranch on your way to Fredericksburg. So there you go. Awesome. So happy birthday to Admiral Nimitz. And today is also Phil Knight's birthday, one of the co-founders of Nike, born on this day in 1938 in Portland, Oregon, which is that's where Nike is set isn't it or their headquarters are yeah it's yeah in i mean because mm-hmm. look they they outfit oregon pretty well don't they <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. they always got those crazy outfit baylor yes yep. they outfit a lot now but i mean when that thing got rolling it was oregon and you'd look up and go huh that's an interesting uniform yeah absolutely and then today is also steve jobs birthday he was born on this day in 1955 in san francisco california of course the founder of apple there's a lot of rich people born today. Yes, there is. <laughs> Good day to be born. Yeah. <laughs> Two billionaires in a row. Is it your birthday? No. <laughs> no, nor mine. We said rich people. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, finally, today is also Floyd Money Mayweather's birthday. He turns 46 today, born in Grand Rapids, Michigan. 
uh, boxer record of 50 and 0 with 15 world boxing championships across three promotions and five weight classes. Wow. One of the all-time greats. Indeed. What happened to boxing? They don't have guys like that anymore. I mean, I, I used to love to watch the heavyweights, and I used to love to watch, I guess it was, I, don't, I forget what was the class that had uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, what, you know, in that, I think part of the problem that is. That was the light heavyweight. I think part of the problem is you have, you've got way too many divisions now and way too many leagues, if you will. It used to be one or two and just a handful of classes and they wouldn't fought, you know. Uh, you had Sugar Ray Leonard, you had Roberto Duran, you had all of those guys, and it was great. And then you had the heavyweight division where they had personalities. I mean, Joe Frazier, George Foreman, Muhammad Ali, you had personalities involved in boxing. You also had one place to get your sports from, and that was ABC on yeah. the weekend. Yeah. And ABC Wide World of Sports had heavyweight boxing every week. Yeah. Or every other week. Now all the big fights, they're on like pay-per-view. Yeah. you got to pay for it. Which Jim is, Lampley's but, calling them on but, HBO. But they don't have good heavyweights exactly. exactly. Well, and again, they don't have the personalities, in my opinion, that they had back then. I mean, they had some dudes that were, you know, you know, funny or serious. I mean, whatever the case may be, they had personalities. And I mean, you, you even Sugar Ray Leonard, I mean, how, they just had great personalities. And, and, and the sport was 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 fun and entertaining now it's i don't know that doesn't seem to be doesn't seem to be as relevant as it as it was it's not i mean there's still boxing fans out there but it's not mainstream like it was no i think it's just a generational thing too a lot of my generation they're big ufc mma fans too which and i'm out yeah i like it no i'm i'm not doing that i'm not so all right, uh, seven fifty-four. There you I've go. I've seen that at the bars on Northside. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> you, you don't have to put them in the what is the octagon or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you just look look at the street on Saturday night. I mean, <laughs> and duck. <laughs> seven fifty-four. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Let's bring in the voice of the Bears, John Morris. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Money time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat coming up, heading into a big weekend in Baylor Athletics, including a doubleheader in the Farrell Center, men's and women's basketball tomorrow, plus baseball and softball news. It's all straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. 
Discounts may vary by situation. Want options? The best selection in Central Texas is at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the President's Day sales event, get a 2022 Ram 1500 quad cab with 0% for 72 months or Ram 1500 crew cab with 1.9% for 72 months on all trim levels. Lone Stars, Laramie's, and top of the line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited. Or get a Ram 1500 Lone Star crew cab with values up to $8,250 plus an extra $500 to first responders. Baylor family, get ready for Baylor Bold Weekend by downloading the Baylor Bold Rewards app ahead of the packed weekend of events beginning Thursday, March 2nd through Sunday, March 5th. Fans that attend at least three events on Saturday and Sunday will complete the punch card on the app and be entered to win an autographed item by one of our head coaches. As part of the festivities, there will be a block party on the lawn outside Baylor Ballpark on Saturday from 1 to 5 p.m. Download the Baylor Bold Rewards app now to join in on all the fun. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back. It is a very busy weekend in the spring in Baylor Athletics. Track and field running beginning today through Sunday in Lubbock at the Big 12 Indoor Track and Field Championships. Baseball on the road, a three-game series in Durham, North Carolina against the Duke Blue Devils. Softball home again this weekend, hosting the Baylor Invitational. Games today at 1.30 against Maryland, today at 6.30 against Minnesota. And Baylor goes into the weekend tournament with the National Pitcher of the Week in Dari Orm. Here's Baylor Associate Head Coach and Pitching Coach Brittany Newman. Yes, Dari has put in, she's put in some work. You know, she's, Dari is one of those leaders on our team, amazing person. You know, you just love to see an award or a, an accomplishment happen to someone like her because of the work that she puts in uh, to, to perform at the highest level, but also just the leadership that she is. And she really takes care of every everyone. And uh, so to see something like this accomplishment happen to her is amazing. But if you ask her, she's going to tell you, hey, it's not about me. It's about the team, everyone behind me, everyone around me um, allowed this to happen. So quality, quality person for an, an amazing accomplishment. Brittany Newman and Baylor softball hosting the Baylor Invitational all this weekend at Getterman Stadium. Also, Baylor men's tennis, a doubleheader tomorrow against Abilene Christian at noon versus Brown University at 6. And Baylor men's basketball hosting Texas tomorrow, 1 p.m. in the Farrell Center. The broadcast here on ESPN Central Texas beginning at 1230. The Baylor women home hosting Texas Tech tomorrow at 5. The pregame beginning at 430. Also here on ESPN Central Texas. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tomorrow from the Farrell Center and have more Monday. I'm John Morris. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at Pioneer Boys.com. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. 
With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Incommons Bank wants you to be the first to know about our newest rewards checking account, Mars Rewards. Mars Rewards goes beyond any other debit card-based rewards program by giving you exponential earning potential. We even reward you when your referred friends open a Mars Rewards account and use their debit card. Open your Mars Reward checking account, use your debit card, and get paid. Visit InCommonsBank.com Mars to view complete account requirements and open your free Mars Rewards checking account today. Incommons Bank, member FDIC. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, it's 8 o'clock. Welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're glad you're with us on this fun Friday. We got a lot going on this weekend, and uh, man, we, uh, we love talking about it here on ESPN Central Texas. One quick note, Ward, uh, before we move on from our CNC Collision Center text line. Corey says, if it wasn't for Tyson Fury, boxing would be dead. That dude is golden with a mic in his hand. So we were talking about the personalities in the boxing world 10, 15, 20 years ago, maybe even further back than that. But uh, And then you were just looking at a list of all the – all the great names in boxing, so mm-hmm. good stuff. All right, uh, let's talk some Cowboy football from the Cowboy broadcast team. Let's welcome in Kyle Yeomans. Kyle, good morning. How are we? Fantastic. How are you guys? We are terrific. We appreciate it, as always. Uh, we, we've been discussing this off and on all week, but uh, now that um, now that you can put the franchise tag on a player, A, do the Cowboys use the franchise tag? In, in what direction do they go with it, if indeed they do? Uh, yeah, I think they do indeed actually end up using the franchise tag. I think there's an opportunity for a guy like Tony Pollard, who is worth the money, who, uh, his franchise tag number, which is sitting right at 10.1 million, uh, is worth the value of the player. Uh, and, and that's kind of what he's brought to the table after a thousand yard season on the ground. And then he had nearly 400 yards through the air and a couple touchdowns receiving as well. His versatility showed that he's one of the more explosive players on offense. And if you let him kind of go to the negotiation table, somebody is going to pay the the, the market value price for him, which is right around $10 million, $10 million as well. So it, it matches the tag. Now, I think both parties want to get a long-term deal done. I think Tony Pollard would benefit from – having a multi-year deal under his table for maybe lesser money. And of course, anytime it has to deal with lesser money on the cap each year, the Cowboys would want to have uh, a long-term deal done. But basically since he's the only one to have the franchise tag uh, or that would really get a chance to have the franchise tag, there's a couple other players, but really just not the same options as Tony Pollard would be Um, since he's the only one. It basically is just a marketing chip, and it ensures that he would be a Cowboy next year. It saves you time to try and negotiate a contract up until the middle of April uh, to where he can maybe be a Cowboy for multiple years. Now it gives you an opportunity to to have that negotiation rather than having Tony Pollard test the open market. 
With the Cowboys promoting Scott Tilzine to the quarterback coach, does that have a sign of this offense is fixing to look more like Mike McCarthy than it did in previous years? Uh, I think it, it will look like Mike McCarthy. I mean, it would have regardless just because he's calling the plays. Uh, but I think it's Mike McCarthy with the Kellen Moore spin on it. And it, you got to go back all the way to when he – was let go in Green Bay. He had the the soul-searching season of 2019 to kind of look internally and say, "All right, what did I what did I not do right as a play caller?" He didn't and spend he 4 days out, in, in 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 darkness, did he? No, I don't think it was an isolation <laughs> retreat like Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't <laughs> just, think just, it was the same thing. Just had to find uh, out. If, if, yeah, if it was an isolation retreat, I think it lasted longer than than the 4 days that Aaron <laughs> Rodgers had. Uh, but that, that's the thing is he went and looked inside and said, okay, what did I do wrong in green Bay as a play caller? And his initial, I guess, go-to thing was that he didn't modernize his offense. He didn't modernize his play calling the same way that he probably could have to be successful. So the, the early indication of what his offense is going to look like, yeah, it will have a West coast feel to it where he's getting the ball out quick. He's throwing a lot of slants. He's getting the ball to his playmakers uh, in, in space and allowing them to do work. Uh, that's that's the early indication of what Mike McCarthy's play calling will look like. But I think he's going to take some of what Kellen Moore did well from a modernization standpoint and utilize that in his play calling. And I think Tolzien's kind of in that same scenario. From a fan's perspective, you know, we're just sitting back and watching on Sundays. What does that look like to us and how does that change how we view and watch the game as far as Dak Prescott is concerned? Do we see do we see significant changes in Dak Prescott's game as the leader, as the quarterback of this team when you see the tweaking of the offense once it's finally done? Um, yeah, whenever you're watching it as a fan, I don't think it's going to change it a whole lot. I mean, from step one to step two, I don't think the offense is going to be a complete overhaul. You're not going to sit here and say, wow, this is a completely different look than what we had with Kellen Moore. I think there's going to be little nuances, and I think it's going to benefit Dak. I really do, because that's the whole priority here. I mean, the changes on offense aren't to just get CeeDee Lamb the ball. They're not to establish the run. They're not to find a way to utilize your tight ends. No, all of this is being done because they feel like that's what's going to fit Dak Prescott's game best. They're going to allow him to be successful. Uh, some of the things you might see is that he's going to have easier decisions, easier reads. Uh, he won't have to, to rely on his decision-making through the course of a game. Instead, he'll have easier reads to throw the football to. He'll, ha he'll have an opportunity uh, to, to throw it to playmakers in the flats, in space, uh, and allow them to do the rest of the work. Now, it may change the way that you build your roster. It may change the way that you draft in the offseason because you have these new ideas in mind. Uh, but for the most part, I don't think as a fan on Sunday, things are going to be completely different based off of what we had seen previously with Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator. Should the number one target in free agency be a run stopper for the defense or a true number two wide receiver to help CD Lamb? Uh, I, I think it would have to be, I think it's easier to say a run stopper just because those types of guys, those veteran defensive linemen that are known for slowing down the run are available in free agency. Whereas 
big time number two wide receivers, it would either take a trade or it would be a, a crazy amount of money uh, to try and fit that. And of course, with the Cowboys being where they are with the salary cap, having a uh, having the money to spend on a number two wide receiver probably isn't a uh, it probably isn't the best. I think it would be best better suited to draft one. I, I think this is going to be a year where you'll see the Cowboys think about a wide receiver. Uh, not only on on day two like they have in the past, but I think they go right back to day one and maybe draft a, a first round receiver, a second round receiver, uh, to to try and get going in in that scenario where he's under a rookie contract and he's a little bit cheaper. But I think both the priorities. I think it's easier to say if you're gonna if you're gonna narrow it down to free agency that it would be a defensive lineman. Is it fair to say that the Cowboys are not huge? In, in in the free agent market typically and if that's fair why is that the case why is the draft more important to to the Jones family than than free agency I think it goes back to the the contract situation because not only one have they been pretty good at drafting recently I mean you look at recent memory first round draft picks have all pretty much worked out with the exception of a taco Charlton and a Morris Claiborne over the last 15 years, the Cowboys have been really good at drafting in the first round. Um, outside of that, it's just cheaper contracts. You, you, it takes up less room on your, your your roster. I mean, look at right now, Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, uh, C.D. Lamb, Tyler Smith, they're all on rookie deals currently. Now, there's going to come a day where you have to pay all of those guys, and that, that day comes quicker than you would really want it to, I think, for the most part as a front office. Uh, but then that's a problem is that you drafted so well that you want to give these guys second contracts. You want to uh, pay them down the road. And it happened earlier uh, in the career of Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott, as you know, Tyron Smith, Zach Martin. These are all drafted players. So I think they, they prioritize the draft, one, because it's a way to find cheap talent and to, to build around that cheap talent. But two, I, I think they they really – value the way uh, that, that the, the pro scouting department, the pro side of that department looks at players. And a lot of times these high name, these big name free agents aren't worth the money for a second contract. The, the shelf life isn't there, or they're not playing worth the contract that they've earned. And you never want to pay a guy for what he's done. You want to pay a guy for what he will do in the future. And I think that's the, th- the, the thought process, which, at least traditionally, has made sure that the Cowboys are not very active on the first week of free agency. In the first round of the draft at number 23, if if Robinson is there, the running back from Texas, should the Cowboys jump on that? Is that a, a answer to what they could do at running back? That's a, that's the big question, Ward. That is a question that the, this front office is going to have to decide. This is the, that's the front. That's the question that Cowboys fans are going to be uh, at each other about for the next three months. And the reason being, uh, it goes back to, to contract talks. Yes, you get a cheap contract with a running back that will be an impact player on offense. Bijan Robinson out of Texas is a is a phenomenal prospect. I mean his. His versatility as a runner, his versatility as a pass catcher, uh, his his durability just in his body type, he has the potential of being a, an all-world running back. 
The problem is, is drafting a running back in the first round does not fit the value of the position because, I mean, you're seeing it now with Ezekiel Elliott. As soon as a running back gets to a second contract, for the most part, it it really looks like they take a dive off the deep end from a, a durability standpoint and from a usage standpoint. Happens all over the league, and unless you're a guy like Adrian Peterson uh, and, and you're just as durable as anybody else in the country, you're you're going to struggle as a running back deep into his career. So I, I think there's a, there's a chance you could see that happen just because it helps Dak Prescott out in the long run. Uh, if they get to 26 and they pass up on a guy like B. John Robinson, uh, I wouldn't be surprised, but that's just because they have more needs elsewhere. Uh, this is a team that doesn't have the luxury of just picking a guy uh, because they can. They 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 have everything else covered. I think they're going to have the luxury of of maybe trying to add some offensive talent. And if it's Bijan, it's Bijan. If it's not, they're going to go elsewhere. Speaking of the running back position, I know that uh, we Ward and I have had this conversation on several occasions. Want to get your thought? Maybe what you think that the front office is thinking when it comes to Tony Pollard and and the recovery of. The, the injuries that he that he suffered at the end of the year is, is that a a major concern is that is that a consideration when it comes to the contract negotiations or or a uh, or or a franchise tag type situation yeah it'll be in the in the conversation just because any injury has been and, and he's a guy who has had for the most part very little injury history he had the plantar fasciitis last year uh, he got injured in the in the playoff game, but outside of that, Tony Pollard has relatively low tread on the tires for a running back that is going into uh, a second contract negotiation. It'll be the conversation, but this this injury specifically isn't like one of the ones that you had with let let's say a Michael Gallup, where it's an ACL injury that's going to keep him out until the the first four weeks of the season are already done, and you've got to have rehab all the way through training camp. Tony Pollard, with it being an ankle, uh, uh, an ankle sprain, ankle fracture, and it's uh, a clean one at that, I would anticipate he's ready to go for for training camp. So you would have an entire off season to rehab and to rest up, and then he's going to be ready to go for right around training camp. But if that's the case, then it shouldn't bother anything from a negotiation standpoint. It may be brought up, but will it change and, and will it really sway the needle? I don't think so because it's an easier. Uh, recovery for a guy like Tony Pollard with an ankle injury than it would have been for somebody else that's dealing with an ACL or an MCL. Aaron Rodgers, you guys mentioned him a few minutes ago being in the dark. All right, Kyle, <laughs> straight up. Trade Aaron Rodgers for Dak Prescott, even trade right now. No, no, I would never do that. Not even, even though the relationship with Mike McCarthy. Nope, 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 and that that's part of the reason why, honestly. I don't know if they really have the best relationship. I think they got along. I think they, they had uh, a, a fun time together by winning a Super Bowl back in 2010. Uh, but, no, Aaron Rodgers has one, maybe two years left before he goes and he's in his darkness retreat days for the rest of his, uh, <laughs> the rest of his time. So, I, I don't think – it's a long-term deal. And I think other teams are having that conversation right now too. You have to be a team ready right now without a quarterback to step in and to build around uh, an Aaron Rodgers or to have those pieces already in place. So there's only a couple spots that he could really land 
and be successful. And honestly, based off of this last year, I I, I don't know if he's going to have that MVP caliber anymore. At least he 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 didn't this past year. He's one heck of a quarterback. He really is. Don't don't get me. Wrong. If if things go wrong, things go wrong. And I, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers has the ability to adjust the same way that he used to previously. So with the, the longevity being in question, and then of course, coming off of a year like that, I, I don't think I would ever trade for Aaron Rodgers, whether or not it included Dak Prescott in the fold either. You, you mentioned, and I want to, I want to get this in here real quick, but you mentioned the, uh, where teams are as far as their readiness to go win with that in mind. Is Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay again next year, or is there somebody that has to have Aaron Rodgers or needs Aaron Rodgers or wants Aaron Rodgers to to try to win a Super Bowl now? Yeah, I think there's a couple squads that can maybe go out and grab him. I think Las Vegas is one that you've heard as a as a potential landing spot, especially with his connection with Devontae Adams. Um, and, and they just cut Derek Carr, and I think they want a clear improvement at the quarterback position to try and see if that's enough to, to really move the needle there. I think that's a good landing spot for him as a West coast guy. Initially, he could go right back over uh, into that, that area of the world and, and play in Vegas. I think another one is the jets. You're going to see the jets be very aggressive here. Um, and they've got trade capital. They've got draft picks. They've got young talent um, that outside of sauce Gardner that are still good players that you can maybe trade and you can maybe put a, a quarterback into that piece as well. Cause they've got a couple of them uh, that have shown that they're okay at the NFL level and growing at the NFL level. So um, I think there's, there's a chance that there are teams out there that can go and win. Um, and, and those two are the first ones that come to mind. But honestly, if he ends up in green Bay, again, we go through this whole scenario again, <laughs> and he's holding them hostage and you're trying to trade and you're trying to figure it all out from a money standpoint and he ends up in green Bay. I'm just going to hop right on here and tell you that I'm not surprised because I, that's exactly how I'm going to feel. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that yeah. this is a big bunch of nothing that he's it got 60 be. million reasons to go back to green Bay. Yeah. And it, that might be the case. And if it is, then, Hey, Good for him. I mean, that's the decision he ended up making, but it is, he told us that he wasn't going to keep them hostage throughout the season. Well, all of a sudden now he's doing the exact same thing he did previously, but it's just a little bit weirder with the the darts retreat being in the middle of it. All right. Hey, I know you, you like to do a lot of, a lot of love stuff on the side. Where where can we find you this weekend? Or can we find, are you taking the weekend off? What are you doing? Oh, no, I never take a weekend off. You you know how that goes. Uh, I've got the Texas Legends and the Wisconsin Herd G League basketball action. I've got that tonight on Valley Sports Southwest. Uh, you can watch that tip off at 730. And then tomorrow I've got uh, women's basketball, Louisiana Tech, and number 25, Middle Tennessee. So I've got that game out in Louisiana and then we head to the Combine. I'll be at the Combine from Monday until Thursday next week, uh, really breaking down some of these prospects and trying to figure out what the pulse of the Cowboys draft strategy uh, and what it would look like going into next week. We'll, we'll have conversations with, with Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, Will McClay, tons of uh, content popping up on, on DallasCowboys.com next week. Hey, Kyle, real quick, and I, 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 we were going to let you go, but now we're not. Uh, okay. There, there was uh, there, There's been some conversation, and, and some might 
you know, some have said that the combine with where we are with technology now and, and people able to, to, to watch and to see and, and actually get eyes on, on, on kids, that the combine's outlived its usefulness. You agree or disagree? Completely disagree. The combine is the biggest part of the draft process, and it will continue to be for one specific reason, medicals, medical checks, because the combine itself is – less about what you see on TV. I mean, this is the, the secret and this is the pull in behind the curtains for those that, that watch the combine and, and love the draft. You, you can get the numbers from the testing. You're going to see these players at pro days, but you'll not get an opportunity to put them under the microscope of a medical professional, multiple medical professionals. All these teams bring their doctors, they bring their trainers, they bring their medical personnel to Indianapolis and there are so many hotels and hospitals around the area that each one of the draft prospects is going to meet with the teams that are kind of interested in them. That's where the information starts to arise. So you start to hear about guys that maybe have a medical history or they've got a red flag here. Or they, they, they've got a green light here. Um, it's not always a bad thing. Sometimes it's good things. Last year, the Cowboys discovered a neck injury for Damone Clark, the linebacker out of LSU. They found that that injury during his time in Indianapolis, his stock went from being a second round player to a fourth round or fifth round player, uh, which is unfortunate for him. But then he got a surgery done right after the combine and he was able to clean it up. And now it's something he doesn't have to worry about for the rest of his career. The Cowboys ended up drafting him anyways, and now he's going to be an integral part of the defense going forward. So the, the medals of combine are by far the most important part. If you're talking about the underwear Olympics and they're running around on the field and they're doing all these different things and they're jumping and they're running and they're sprinting and, and they're trying to show off their athleticism, that's all stuff that you can find on tape, find with analytics and find uh, from a, a pro day standpoint, but there will never be anything that matches the combines accessibleness to the medicals. And that's always why it's going to be relevant in the draft process. Final thought from the CNC Collision Center. From the CNC Collision Center text line, we have a, a listener wanting to know is Zeke going to be the new center? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love the text line, man. All the way back from my days as a, as a pro, uh, producer there, the text line, they've got some, some good one liners, man. I, I'm right there with <laughs> No, he will not be the center. And. Uh, the, I guess he's got a Pro Bowl center that uh, that you can really talk about now with Tyler Biotish, but I know even that kind of creates some uh, some eye rolls here and there hearing that. But yeah, uh, I think his uh, I think his his career as a center probably lasted as long as the one play did. All right, seconds. Are are they going to draft a quarterback? I think they will. I think they will. All right. Good stuff. Hey, we'll, we'll let you go. We know you're busy. Uh, you got to roll over and take another nap. But, uh, hey, we appreciate your time this morning. <laughs> Kyle, thanks. Have a great day. All right, guys. Appreciate you. See you later. It's Kyle Yeoman. Boy, he does a good job, doesn't he? And he's, man, he's out there. He's busy doing a lot of basketball and all kinds of stuff. All right, uh, 822, boy. This this thing is rocking today. And we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Let me just tell you this. Uh, I test drove a vehicle this week and Stephanie from sales buys a car. 
Go figure. Uh, We're also brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, serving Central Texas since 1943 with their brand new location at 2003 South Loop 340 at Highway 6 next to Busby's Feet. It's a new store, but man, still the great uh, customer service, family-driven, family-oriented, and it's their family serving your family. That's That's been their approach uh, for four generations, and it continues to be their approach. Uh, Braden is uh, is running that show now. I think John has an office upstairs. He kind of hides and, and, you know, watches golf on, on television. And, and, you know, no, I'm kidding. He, he I'm sure he finds something to do. But Braden's in charge now, and, and they're doing a great job over at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Tradition and experience serving you at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. You know, they probably got over 2,000 well, – well, not probably, they do have over 2,000 items – uh, on the shelves in the new showroom to uh, to take care of you for particularly you do-it-yourselfers. You know the uh, the bolts and the nuts and the washers and all that good stuff. Plus, you'll find sackcrete available there. And uh, look, if you're if you're going to build a con a uh, barn dominium and uh, you need you need a contractor, you need some help in that department. Contact the fine folks at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They'll point you in the right direction. They're open Monday through Friday from 7.30 until 5, Saturdays from 8 until noon, and you can check them out 24-7 at pioneerboys.com. Coach Mitch Thompson and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor baseball headed to Durham, North Carolina for a three-game series with the Duke Blue Devils. Games Friday at 3, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at noon for Baylor Duke Baseball this weekend. This is the home for Baylor Bear Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. 
make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Save to Win at First Central Credit Union. Only $25 to start your Save to Win account. Win up to $5,000 in quarterly prizes. Save to Win must be activated January 1st through April 30th. First Central Save to Win account is the smartest way to save. Everything we do, we do for you. Speak with a member services rep for details. Go online at firstcentralcu.com. Subject to membership eligibility and application policies, member NCUA. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground, perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, 828, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. I don't, I can't help I it. I don't know. I really, really don't. You should, I, I'm surprised you're not doing backflips down the hallway. You got a brand new vehicle, huh? You no. Know, Congratulations. Thank you. And I got to say thank you to all the guys out there at Alan Samuels, Vance, Richardson helped me, Ted Teague did. Go out and see them. Really great group of guys. Um, they were very helpful because, as y'all know, I've been kind of down in the dumps the past two days, and it worked out, so... Now I got to. So hang on. Let me see if I understand now this. Now I got to make a car payment. Or if you get a little depressed, you're to go buy a car. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> I just wanted some clarification. She says, and I quote, as you guys know, I was a little down in the dump, so I went and bought a new car. I did. I needed a new car. I didn't know. Well, we all do. Yeah. Well, no, I really did. So anyway, thank you to everyone out there in Alan Samuels. But yeah. That's so good stuff. I have a smile. As on you face. all know, I've been down in the dump. <laughs> Oh, hey, thanks to Ted Teague. Alan Samuels bought hey, me a new car. Hey, Ted, I'm, I'm down in the dump. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ted, I'm really, really not feeling pretty good about it. Actually, this all really, really happened because I have a wonderful man at home who helped this oh, transaction stop. happen. So, But now I'll really be down in the dumps when that first payment is due. <laughs> then I might really go to the Waffle House because I'll be so depressed making that first payment. That will cheer you up. <laughs> yes, it will. Yeah. Or give me diarrhea. Or something. Oh my god! <laughs> <I'm just saying. laughs> All right. You want to get a lawsuit going here? <laughs> Anyways, so I told you guys I did my research and research. 
guess what there is out there, and it's a thing, and it's over in Scotland, and they do it every year. Hopscotch. Oh. No. Yes. But it's not like what we used to do as children where we would draw the squares and you jump one, two, three, all that. This is done by whiskey glasses filled with whiskey. Oh, wow. <laughs> so they line up 12 shot glasses, fill it with, with whiskey, and then whoever wants to play, play, but you got to give, it's $50 to enter, right? And you jump. Once everybody goes through, they keep adding shot glasses filled with whiskey. All right, so a man named Fergus O'Malley from County Galway, Ireland, he still to this day owns the world record. He's the world record holder for jumping 38 shot glasses. They say this makes him just How is he still upright? <laughs> he said this makes him just as successful as Carl Lewis. Yeah, no, it doesn't. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, that's kind of where I was. Go- I was going to compare. I no, mean, it doesn't. Carl Lewis, like, would didn't he like jump up and over a bar? What's that thing called? Long jump? Or no, is that the that would pit? be called the pole vault? Okay, pole vault. and no, he was not a pole vaulter. <laughs> okay. He was a sprinter. Yeah, but he, he did. He was a some... long jumper too. Yes, he was a long jumper. He jumped. Yeah, with but the he was sand not a pole vaulter. Thing. Yeah, okay. So, anyway, could have been. No, I use a world class athlete. Did you find it? He's the head coach of the Houston Cougars right now. Is he really? Yeah. And get this, okay? Up in Colorado, Littleton, Colorado, there is an association there called Generation Wild. They have the world record for the longest hopscotch game. It's 23,088 feet by 11.3 inches. And get this, three people went on, like did the game, and it took them two and a half hours to complete it. It was 4.37 miles long, and it contained 21,000 squares. Yes. Four miles? Four miles. I'm not buying that. Four miles of whiskey drinking? No, 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 no. Just regular hopscotch. Just regular hopscotch. Not the fun kind, Ward. Not the like they do (laughs) in Scotland. Just um, a regular game. But then I kind of started thinking to myself, this is done in Scotland, right? Hopscotch. Get it? Hop. And scotch, which well, that took you a little while to get there. Beer and scotch, and scotch is a drink. So hopscotch. That's why they do it over the glasses. I had to process that whole thing. (laughs) Well, that surprises me. (laughs) But anyways, it's kind of cool. So I think, look from I think from the outside of our building to the back of that field. That's about four miles. That is not four miles. Oh, okay. Maybe a quarter. Maybe a quarter. Quarters is a different game. No, no, no. That you, could you possibly. You bounce those. No, I'm saying from our building to the back of the field, it might be close to a quarter mile. Right. So we could just start. We can do coke cans. It's not or a something. quarter mile. Well, looks like it. No, it doesn't. Well, what is it? Ten feet? No, looks like about 150 about yards. 200 to me. yards, maybe. Yeah. That's like a football field. A little more that than would a football, be two field, football field. But... Uh, yeah. Okay. Right. But we can try this. Hundred miles or more. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> we can try Over it. Under. We could try it. So we're going to line up whiskey glasses uh-huh. for 200 yards and uh-huh. get after it? You can get after it. Okay, finally, I, I got I got to know, who do I put my money on, the Rangers or the Royals today? I'm going to go with the Rangers. Oh, good deal. There you go. I like their uniforms. Bet your car payment. <laughs> bet your new car payment on the Rangers today in the exhibition opener against the Royals. All right, Steph, have a great weekend. You too. She's just going to drive until she runs out of gas, I think. No, I'm not. All right. We'll see you later. New car. Bye.
Oh, Ted, I'm so down in the dumps. Would you would you sell me a new car? Seriously? Holy smokes. 834. This is game time. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back home in the Farrell Center Saturday hosting the Texas Longhorns. 1230 for the countdown to tip off. 1 p.m. tip off Saturday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Exclusive one-carat diamond tennis bracelet for only $499. Only at Diamore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Limited time, limited offer, maximum savings, maximum shine. An exclusive one-carat diamond tennis bracelet for only $499. Only at Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. The pain level was over 10. There's days where I just sat and cried and asked the good Lord to take me. And my doctor recommended that I go to Goodfeet and try the arch supports. So I put the arch supports in and took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Dave actually live the life they envision without their feet getting in the way. Since then, I've been doing so many things with my children. I went hiking this last summer with my daughter, something that I never thought was possible because I couldn't walk. There's people out there that made a product that changed people's lives. I am not an actor. I am an individual father and wanted to share his testimony with other people out there about my good feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet Store. The Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. Game Time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Advanced Foundation Repair. All right, it's 837. Welcome back into the program. Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. As we mentioned, we got a full weekend of uh, play-by-play activities here on the radio station. One of those games is going to be a huge game in the Big 12 in basketball. It's Baylor and Texas, and we welcome in the beat writer for the Baylor Bears for the uh, Waco Tribune Herald, John Warner. John, good morning. How are we this morning? Oh, I'm doing great, Tom. Thanks for having me. We appreciate your time. Hey, uh, let's begin with that Baylor-Texas game. You, you've got the Bears coming off uh, back-to-back losses in the state of Kansas, losing last Saturday in, in Lawrence and then losing uh, uh, the midweek game to Kansas State on Tuesday night. With that in mind, and I know that they've overcome a three-game losing streak in the league before, but that was early. At this point in the season, knowing that you got a road game at Oklahoma State and then you wrap it up with Iowa State, is this game big or is this game against Texas critical in your opinion? Well, I think for the Bears, 
I think their goal now is just kind of building toward March Madness. They're two games behind Kansas and Texas in the Big 12, but three games left. So a three-peat's not very likely. But I think what they need to do now is uh, obviously they need to win, but they need to play a little more cohesively, uh, you know, just trying to get, you know, in really good shape for for the Big 12 tournament and then the NCAA tournament. Because uh, I, I think the Big 12 championship's pretty much out of the picture now. Is this a big game because Baylor wants to avoid a season sweep from the Longhorns and, and, and not do what they did against Kansas State? And, and, look, the Horns haven't swept Baylor since the 2013-2014 season. It's been a while. Or is it a big game because they just need to get right? I think it's more they, they just need to get right. Uh, yeah, they're – their defense has not been good. Uh, K State, uh, they they won the paint forty-two to sixteen, which is a pretty big margin. They were pretty much scoring at will in the paint. Baylor's got to get a lot better on defense. I think uh, Jonathan Chamachachua has helped. I don't know if he's quite the defender he was before the injury, but he's he's definitely helping. He, he had a double double against K State, eleven points, twelve boards. Uh, but, you know, their guards need to guard a lot better. Uh, you know, uh, they they just don't have a tough guy defensively like, like they've had in the past. They don't, they don't have a Davion Mitchell or a Mark Vidal or, or a guy like that. So I, I think they need to uh, – Scott has tried all kinds of different defenses. <laughs> He's, he said he tried four against K-State. <laughs> so I'm not quite sure what all those were, but uh, – but yeah, they you know they can obviously score. They're a really good offensive team, but man, they've got to play better defense. So, is it fair to say that when they've had some difficulty, and it, you know, they, and that's been a couple of occasions prior to this one, it's been on the defensive end mainly. Mostly, but not always. There was a stretch as uh, right when they played around when they played Texas the first time, they shot under forty percent for three, uh, four straight games. But they managed to win most of those games uh, just because, you know, they can hit threes and they can get really explosive in, in stretches. So, but, yeah, I think it is mostly defensively. Uh, they were really bad defensively at the start of the year. Uh, they started getting better when they won 10 out of 11. But uh, i tell you, the second halves against Kansas and K-State are not what you want, you know, heading toward March. Who has the better bench going into tomorrow? Well, that's a good question. Uh, I think they're fairly even. I think they both have. Uh, Langston Love's been playing well. Chama Chachua has helped. Uh, Caleb Lohner hasn't played a whole lot last year. I mean, uh, in the last few games uh, with Everyday John getting more minutes all the time. But, yeah, uh, they, they've both got pretty darn good benches. Texas might be a little bit deeper. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they, they both have, you know, guys you can count on. John, does it surprise you at all that, that Texas with all the stuff that they went through with, with Chris Beard, that they were not only able to hold it together, but they've excelled. I mean, they're right there with an opportunity to win a conference championship. Yeah, I definitely think Rodney Terry should, should get that job. Uh, I mean, uh, like you said, they've held it together. They've pulled out some tough games, you know, just down the last possession or two games, which you have to do in the Big 12. 
And uh, to me, that a lot of that is coaching and, uh, you know, just kind of uh, establishing a toughness on your team. So, uh, so yeah, they've, I, I think he's done a great job coaching that team with everything that happened with uh, Chris Beard. When you look at the rest of the schedule, I know that this is a big one, but then they have a couple of more before they get into the conference tournament with Oklahoma State and Iowa State to finish off the regular season. Is it is it an advantage for them to head into the conference tournament to have a little bit of legs underneath them and, and be able to start making that run toward the NCAA tournament? Yeah, I think everything right now is just building – and really, these last three games, I think they've got a pretty good shot to win them all. Uh, you know, getting Texas at home, Oklahoma State's kind of up and down. Uh, uh, Baylor, when they played them earlier in the year, um, Oklahoma State didn't have their defensive player of the year from last season, uh, Musa Sisi. And uh, they'll be a lot tougher up there with him. But that's a game they can win. And I think they'll beat Iowa State at home. Iowa State's not a real good road team. So I think they do have a chance to get some momentum, but you know, like I've been saying, <laughs> that defense has got to get better for for them to you know really finish strong. John, as uh, as you kind of look at the conference, and and I know that we've talked about the conference tournament a million times, but as as you look at this league, with Tech kind of getting things together late, they won what four in a row. Is this a league that seriously could get eight of their ten teams into the NCAA tournament? Is that it? Would that yeah. be would that be legitimate? I think that's going to happen this year. Uh, you know, all, all the analytics kind of show it so far. Um, the Big Twelve has put seven teams in the NCAA tournament several times. They've never put in eight, but I really think this is going to be the year. Like you said, Tech's hot. Uh, let's see, West Virginia's been playing okay. I think Oklahoma State's going to. Um, probably get in so yeah i think eight is a reasonable number this year just considering the strength of the league and you know the way some of the teams toward the bottom are playing right now i know you said defense and so we're gonna we're just gonna throw it out there baylor wins over texas tomorrow because <laughs> they play a little tougher on defense <laughs> <laughs> no, but that really is the big key. I mean, they they cannot play those second halves like they did against Kansas and Kansas State, and expect to win. Of course, those are on the road to very tough environments with you know packed arenas. So, uh, so I, I would think you know with a good home crowd that they're they're going to play a lot better on defense uh, this time. Good stuff as always. Hey John, thanks. Uh, appreciate your time and, and look forward to reading the uh, the the uh, the article on Baylor and Texas in Sunday's Waco Tribune Herald. We appreciate your time as always. Okay, Tom. See you guys. Have a great day, John Warner. He has covered the Bears. Oh my goodness, for years and years and years. He's he's seen he's seen these teams of both football and basketball for a long time. Say forty five. We're fifteen shy of nine. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Ryan. And we're right back with more in just a moment.
Recently on Game Time. 68 and 94 last year, talking about the Rangers. What is a realistic goal for this year? 75 wins or a winning season? If they're not in the American League West race and winning the championship, it's a bad year. They're not going to win the championship. And if they do, would you like to repeat what you just told Ryan and I? I didn't. I mean, if they win 100 games. Yes, 100 games. I'll run down Bagby naked. They ain't going to do it. <laughs> Game Time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Snake Farm. It's that time of year again. Time for the 53rd annual Oglesby Lions Club Rattlesnake Roundup. Experience fun for the whole family. Kids activities, food, music, vendors of all kinds, and especially rattlers. Demonstrations by the world-renowned snake handler Jackie Bibby. Saturday and Sunday, February 25th and 26th in Oglesby, Texas, off Highway 84 between McGregor and Gatesville. Like them on Facebook and join us for a rattling good time. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Your home for Baylor men's and women's basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. La Vega and Conley are both in Bryan for the girls' regional semifinals tonight. La Vega takes on Harden Jefferson at 6 o'clock. You can hear that game on Star 104.9. Conley tips off at 8 o'clock against Madisonville with the winners playing on Saturday for the right to advance to the state semifinals. Baylor baseball has gone east for a weekend series against Duke. Game one this afternoon at 3 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor softball is hosting the Baylor Invitational and takes on Maryland and Minnesota today. You can hear both those games on Cool 101.3 FM. 
MCC baseball is at home today for a noon doubleheader against Cali. MCC softball is in Oxford, Alabama for the national preview tournament. They split a pair of games with Sneed and Volunteer State yesterday and play Wallace Dothan and Indian Hills today. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, say 49, this is game time. We, we've got a lot of things going on. We've mentioned that before, but uh, softball beats, gets our weekend started at 1.15 this afternoon over on Cool FM. Uh, 6.15 again for softball this evening. So they got a doubleheader, Glenn Moore's team. Uh, no, it's not a doubleheader. It's a game against Maryland, then a game against Minnesota. So it's not a doubleheader. They'll play twice, but not a doubleheader. One fifteen. And 6.15. We've got baseball tonight here on ESPN Central Texas as the Bears take on Duke. And we have basketball, high school basketball tonight over on 104.9 as La Vega would take on Harden-Jefferson. And that's a 5.45 broadcast, 6 o'clock tip. Give me the keys, Ward. Let's talk about La Vega and Harden-Jefferson. What does Coach Willis's team have to do to be successful tonight against a very talented Harden-Jefferson team? They're going to have to not turn the ball over. They're going to have to get the turnovers that they like to get, keep the pressure on the entire game, play that full-court press defense, and try to turn that into transition offense. They'll have to correct the foul trouble that they got into the last game, not put Harden-Jefferson on the free-throw line because they're very good from the free-throw line, shooting at 80% from the free-throw line this season. So they're going to have to not give them the free points with the clock stop. And in turn, if they get that opportunity for them to go to the line, they're going to have to convert tonight. They weren't able to do that the other night. Uh, and it sounds like, boy, they had a rough time. It, they didn't. They won by 30. Don't get me wrong. But there were some things that they've got to clean up. And this is a game that they better clean it up in or Harden Jefferson's going to give them a run for their money. Yeah, if if you do some of the things you did the other night, you're not going to win by 30. <laughs> not against this group. No. Uh and I don't expect them to win by 30 anyway. Right. I mean, it's this is – so when you look at Harden-Jefferson's team, how will they play La Vega in your opinion? And I, I, know, I know you don't have the, the scouting report that Harden-Jefferson's put together on La Vega, but how do you think Harden-Jefferson will go about uh, attacking La Vega? We know, I, we know what La Vega's going to do. They're going to press you out the door, and they don't care who it is. I think they're the same type of ball club. They're going to press, and not many people try to press La Vega, but I think that they'll have – They've been very good defensively all season long, so I don't think that that's going to intimidate them as much as it does other teams. I think you're going to look at two teams that, that try to press each other pretty hard, and that's why I say you you better be good at the foul line because I, I think you're going to get some opportunities from the free throw line uh, with the clock stopped. It, it's going to be a hard-pressed game. If you're Harden-Jefferson, that's what I want to do. Watching mm-hmm. the film from last uh, Monday night, I, I'm going to press, and I'm and, and if I foul, I'm okay with that. I'm going to put you on the line, and, and until you prove you can make free throws, I'm going to keep putting you on the line. Now, Gil Beckham over at Conley told us that uh, they pressed La Vega, and it it didn't work the way that they had hoped. Uh, but they also said they didn't press, and it didn't work. That, that's right. <laughs> that's that's exactly right. Both kind of the same result. Uh, they got beat in both of those games handily. Uh, so that'll be at 6 o'clock tomorrow evening, and then the winner of that game will play the winner of Conley and Madisonville, uh, and that'll be at 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon for the uh, for the right to go to San Antonio 
and the state in the state tournament. So I mean, it's we're, we're down to the nitty gritty right now. And you know, look, everybody in that's playing is a good basketball team, and it should be that way. Uh, we'll see how it all how it all unfolds. And again, five forty five broadcast time, six o'clock tip on one hundred four point nine FM. Uh, you've done the you've done the the homework. La Vega plays their best game. Harden Jefferson plays their best game. I think La Vega, this is the year they get through the wall. I think they break through and beat Harden Jefferson. I just I think they have another year experience. Uh and I don't think that anything really rattles this team, or I haven't seen anything really rattle this team. Right. So I this has kind of been circled on co talking to Coach Willis. This this one's been circled on their calendar for a year now. They want this and team. They want this. They they wanted this matchup, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. here you go. See how you got it. See how 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 much you want it. <laughs> yeah. In about oh I don't know eight hours from now. So should be fun. Uh, we mentioned all the games this weekend, and it is highlighted in, in my opinion by the uh, the basketball game tomorrow, one o'clock tip, twelve thirty broadcast. It is a uh, it's a top fifteen showdown between the Bears and the uh, Texas Longhorns, and again. John's right. You're, you, there's a lot of other things to get ready for and to play for, but I'm like you. I, I don't think you want to go into into Stillwater next week with a three game skid and and go into the the into the conference tournament not playing really good basketball. So I I think it's a big game. I, I really do. I, I do I, too. You know, whether you win or lose, I you you want to see. You want to see the things that you need to see. You want to see that defensive you need to see effort. improvement yes. defensively. Absolutely. You see it, that, I think you feel better, whatever the outcome. Of course, mm-hmm. you want to win. But you better – you really want to see that you got better defensively than you've been in the last couple of weeks. Well, maybe, go ahead and say it. All, all Big 12. In the entire Big 12 calendar, they have not been very good defensively. All right, so there you go. It's uh, it, it should be a big weekend, a fun weekend all across the board. We got all kinds of stuff going on. That's going to do it for us. John's up at 3, Matt's here at 4. We're back Monday at 7 to talk all about it. For Ward and for Ryan, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening.